open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic where we blend the mystical and muggle worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily and Veronica. Welcome to The Witch Next Door. I'm Emily, and this week I have my friend Patty Diaz here. She is a manifestation mentor, also an author, and a speaker. And she's going to share with us a little bit today about the work she's doing in the world, but also specifically about working with the moon and its phases and all the magic therein. Welcome, Patty. Hey, Emily. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. I'm so glad we could do this. <laughs> so, so I have known you now for like five years, right? Yeah. Yeah. And in that time, uh, your business, Blue Moon Manifestations, has really transformed and changed, but always held that lunar piece to it, that moon piece to it. Yes. That's the constant. Yes. And I know the moon really speaks to you. So can you tell me what the hell is so magical about the moon anyway? Okay. Well, I actually don't know if I've told you this piece before, but oh, I will okay. say that I was picked by the moon or it was destined to work with the moon because I have a crescent shaped moon birthmark. No, you have not told me this. Like on the bottom of my, of one of my toes on my left foot. What? So, on your yes. toe? Yes. One, <laughs> like, I think it's like whatever would be like your ring finger, whatever. Yeah. Thing. That was a crescent shaped birthmark. And I don't know why I'm thinking of that now that I never told you before, but you know, but for purposes of what I do, mm -hmm. what I do with my business, I learned, started learning about the moon and working with setting intentions and the lunar cycles and rhythms shortly, you know, leading up to starting my business, which was about the, a, a little bit before yours. Cause mine actually became official in April. So oh, okay. Yeah. Yours was September. September. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I set an intention at a blue moon for a side gig, but not because I needed money. Like it's not like I needed extra cash. The, the work that I was doing is something that I was good at, but didn't love, right. Just, mm -hmm. it was something that I knew and not soul fulfilling at all. So for some extra income and a way to have fun, and what I learned about blue moons is that you said and it can set an intention that you want to have manifest by the next one or be in progress by the next blue moon. So before you say more, can you tell people who might not know what a blue moon is? A blue moon, there's two types, but the type that I work with in this instance is when there is two full moons in a single month, because yes. typically there are one, there is one. And so when there's two in a calendar month, the second one is referred to as a blue moon. Okay. So it doesn't happen all the time. So you might have a big gap in between blue moons. Typically you do generally in the neighborhood of like two, three years, you know, oh, okay. averaging somewhere in there, but that particular year, because of like, you know, it was supposed to be, there was a blue moon in January of that year. Then there was another one in March of the very same year. Oh, wow. <laughs> Two months later. <laughs> so, and that's the one you were working with. Yes. At the one in January, I set the intention for, you know, an idea or something creative or to, for an extra income, side income for fun. And so in those couple months, a business class, which is where we met, uh -huh. <laughs> came to be. And I was 
reintroduced because I had, I was familiar with them, but I was reintroduced to vision boards. Uh And so those kind of melded together through the process of taking that business class. And so that's why my business is Blue Moon Manifestations, because that's how it manifests. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah. And that's like you said, I've carried that through, you know, in several iterations of what I offer and what I do and how I work with people. It always comes back to that's been the constant in some way, shape or form. So what makes the moon magical? The moon to me, first of all, is a connection, a connection to my ancestors, a connection Mm. to actually every like the way I see it which might be a little weird is a connection to every living thing because everybody Uh that has ever been on this planet every living thing every plant has been you know the moonlight has shown on it the same moon has Uh you know we've all seen the same moon all the plants have been received the moonlight from the same moon you know so people that I you know can't even comprehend who are my ancestors are looking we're looking at the same moon that I do. And that's just uh-huh. like the really core of it, I guess. And of course the fascination as a kid, right? Like when you saw the moon and tried to oh, see the yeah. shape, is there, you know, anyone in there, is there a shape or anything <laughs> that you can see the, so, um, and that's just something that I didn't realize then. Right. But there has always been this fascination. And I was like, oh, well, not everybody has that is <laughs> what mm-hmm. I didn't realize back then. I, I always thought that too, actually, growing up, that every why isn't everybody fascinated by the moon? And the thing that got me about the moon as a kid, not only did I think it just felt magical, like when the moon was full and everything was like silver, you know, it's yeah. nighttime, but it's not really dark. Uh, but was that when I I would be, you know, I was a kid, so I was a passenger in the car, mm-hmm. but everywhere we would drive, the moon would like still be there. Yeah. And that so- used to blow my mind. I mean, yes, as a grown up, I understand why that's the case. But as a kid with that childlike wonder and the zero like knowledge of how the sky worked and all of that, I just remember being like, wow. And then like, how did it get from this side of the car to that side of the car? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And somehow or other, even if I didn't put the words to it, then it felt like it was just popping in to say hello or to check on, you know, just kind of like, Hey, you know, I see you. And I don't think I would have put those words to it as a kid, Uh but as you know, doing this work. And now when I see like you're working or sitting at your desk and you look up and you see the moon in the window, Mm -hmm. it's just like, Oh, Hey, you are. (laughs) Yeah. When my grandma was still alive and she lived in Seattle and I lived down here in California, um, whenever we would talk on the phone at night, we'd go find the moon out the window. So we'd be looking at the same moon and it was like this really special, magical connection. So you're talking yeah. about connection and that's, I think it's really true. You know, it does connect us no matter where you are on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, you have some relationship with the moon. I mean, you could say the same thing about the sun, but it's, there's just something more mystical about the moon. <laughs> there is. Yes. It's softer and just, yeah, there's something, you know, the sun is like, what it is it's full of energy right and Mm -hmm. so the moon has its own it's that diffused energy so it's softer but some you're right it's just magical well and it cycles 
right? So the moon, yes. the sun is always looking like the sun. I mean, except when there's an eclipse, it's yes. doing the thing the sun does. The moon is constantly cycling. And it's, yeah. I think it's such a good uh, metaphor for us as humans and the cycles that we're constantly going through in our bodies. Yep. It's yeah. true. And the more I even talked about this recently with someone, the more I, you know, do the work and then also connect with the cycles of the seasons and the cycles, mm-hmm. you know, all these other natural cycles. I, I remember saying recently that the more I do that, the more I go out to nature and the moon for answers or just for inspiration or getting out of that. What, you know, what can I come up with? It's like, there's an example out there somewhere, you know, and that might not tie directly to the moon, but the moon is part of nature. So it's still those cycles. And what can mm-hmm. I learn? What is it? What can it, this infinite wisdom tell me that that I'm not going to come up with in my brain? (laughs) Right. Yeah. To let it inform and inspire you. Yes. You know, and in witchcraft practices, you know, we work with the moon's lunar cycles around our magic. So like Mm -hmm. when something is like you were talking about the blue moon, so you manifest from blue moon to blue moon, Mm -hmm. um, set an intention, and then you do the work in between. But there's also the idea of like setting a new moon intention and then working with the energy of the growing moon to take mm-hmm. action around bringing it into fruition um, and releasing it as the full moon wanes back to the new. Yes. And like you've said with the cycles, like the cyclical nature of it, it's like, just keep doing it, you know, come mm-hmm. back to it. And if you don't do it one time, or if it looks different one time, it's always that framework that we can you know, count on and fall back into or start at any point. There is, since it's a cycle, there really is no technical beginning or end. It's just like, okay, where, where is it now? What can right. I do with it? What, you know, what's going on? You can always begin again. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I'm sure like you, I have many, many times. <laughs> yes. Yes. I have. I have also done that. <laughs> yes, it's just Art of the deal. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So that's in a nutshell, I guess. Yeah. So I know that you are coming to the season of the witch conference, uh, the, the fourth annual one. Yay! And um, I know you're teaching about developing a relationship with the moon. And so you've shared a little bit about your relationship with the moon, and mm-hmm. you know your calling to it from your your I said tattoo your <laughs> natural tattoo. Yeah, your all natural <laughs> tattoo. That was given to you by yes. the universe. Yes. <laughs> um, and it sounds like you have worked with the moon because of the way it it enthralled you. Yes, for sure. And so when you think about t- talking to people about their relationship with the moon, what does that mean? That for me is really the, the I guess the underlying, the undercurrent that I that I work in whatever way I work with people, it's helping them personalize it and make it their own so that it's not necessarily following my experience with it or the way that I work with it. Uh, so we're in relationship, the, what I'll be talking about is how to use the lunar cycle, like from a macro level, like looking at the whole year, like the whole year oh, in the lunar cycle to okay. the micro in, you can go to, you know, as little as an hour or a week or, a you know, however long. And I think of, you know, if you're familiar with, well, you, I know you'll understand, but if I could describe it, like those Venn diagrams, those circles where they, uh-huh. overlap, right. And so 
the common denominator is always you or me, mm-hmm. each individual person, and how that plays out. And based on like just to give a, a sneak peek, like when your birthday is and when what beginnings do you resonate with in the year? And how mm-hmm. can you tie these all together and you know, depending on the season of life you're in or what's going on, you don't have to be working with them all at the same time, just depending on what's going on and make it personal to you. And so I'll be sharing ways that you can do that. Like what are some ways that you can start to make this your own individual relationship that you can build with the moon? Yeah. And I think this is really juicy for people. You know, every year I create a lunar calendar for the year that I offer to people for free so that, you know, y'all out there in the world can track the lunar cycle um, and work with it in whatever way speaks to you. But that is one of the most sought after and requested offerings that I put out there. Um, Because I think the moon is something like we were just saying, everybody can resonate with. So even if you might not be uh of a of a magical state of mind of yes. a, a witch centric <laughs> state of mind although if you're listening to this podcast you probably are at least witch curious but if if making magic is not your everyday jam that doesn't mean you can't have a relationship with the moon right and and find a way to work with the energy of those cycles absolutely because we as people have our own cycles, right? So yes. there's some way to connect that, right? There's some connection that at least will resonate on, on you know, whatever. It might be emotional cycles. It might be uh, seasonal cycles. Something you can connect and at least grasp that concept of, oh, I follow cycles. Mm-hmm. So does the moon. So does the, you know, the planet. So does the season. So there's, there's, that's very across the board whatever beliefs or non-beliefs you have, there's cycles to work with. Totally. Mm -hmm. Well, and you think about just the, the influence that the moon has on, I I couldn't find my word influence, but the influence the moon has on, uh, like the ocean, the Mm -hmm. tides, right? You get, when the moon is full, we have extreme tides. And although I have read many a scientific uh, article that says, oh no, it doesn't actually affect humans, even though we're made out of water, blah, blah, blah. Um, I actually would just argue that that's not true. And anybody who works in a hospital or education or some type of first responder situation is likely to tell you that when there is a moon, a full moon, you're going to see an uptick in some of the activity that's going on, whether it's like wild children (laughs) or accidents in the ER. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think anyone like, cause the examples that you gave, um, and I was going to also include in there like law enforcement, cause I have law enforcement in my family, anyone that works with a large group of people that can see, you know, like you said, with kids, maybe in school or whatever, these, these people do. And I have, I mean, I've worked as an EMT and with kids, (laughs) law enforcement in my family so yeah I hear that and even if they don't have like the people don't have any type of relationship with the moon or belief you know metaphysical or witchy or anything of belief they will say it happens Mm -hmm. they may not understand it or even connect with it in any way but they can objectively say yes we can see the, (laughs) the uptake in whatever behaviors totally 
So super like ran not random, but that's connected, but funny story. I had an inspector from the city come out to look at some work I did on my house and we were talking and uh, he was just, it was a Friday and he was just saying how, uh, how intense the week had been or whatever. And, and then he out of nowhere says, yeah, my ex-girlfriend used to say I had a moon period. And I was oh. like, oh, he doesn't even know who he's talking to right now. I was like, oh, really? Tell me more about that. <laughs> He's like, yeah, he's like, I don't, I don't know how much stock I hold in all of that woo woo stuff, but it's true. When I start getting like cranky or things start to feel like weird with the people out there, I always look and it's always a full moon. So I think she was onto something. <laughs> There's always going to be some way that you can connect it, you know, yes. even if you're not consciously aware of it at first or whatever, but yeah, there is, there's. There's something to it. You just, like you, like you said, no one is going to convince me otherwise, which is really the, the key thing, right? Yes. So. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so Patty, what is the other work that you're doing? But I mean, I obviously do, it's moon related. It is moon related. I, <laughs> um, and like we talked about, it goes in different iterations, but really I just talk about becoming the person. This is the core, the becoming the person who has the life that you want to actually manifest it, then incorporating following the moon, the lunar cycle, like setting intentions and taking action and looking at the things that have gotten in your way and following this cycle because making change is hard, first of all, and it doesn't always come, um, become natural, but when you have a, 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 framework to follow. So becoming the person who has the the life with my beginnings is vision with vision boards. Like I told you, mm -hmm. I say, I take you from creating your vision board to living your vision board and nice. wherever you are in that cycle or in that process, you can jump in and, and I will, that's what I do. Help you become that rock star. I like to say, I have a very music associated a lot of <laughs> what I talk about too. So become that rock star who's already living your life, that life in order to attract it and manifest it. Nice. Love it. Yay. Love it. <laughs> well, I want to invite everybody out there to join us for the fourth annual season of the witch yes. conference. Um, these conferences are always a good time and you will not only get to hear from Patty and get to learn how to build your own relationship with the moon, but you're going to get to hear from 12 other people about mm -hmm. 12 other topics. And uh, it's, it's always fun always really fun and inspirational it it's fun to participate in and as a presenter and to learn because I've actually been on both ends of that right yeah of your conferences so it's yeah, it's fun on both both ends totally well I you know I'm the host obviously yes. and and as the host you know I'm holding it down for that two days mm -hmm. and like you know, being showing up for every, every single presentation, um, as a space holder, but also learning so much. And I yes. am just, I'm, my mind is always blown by how much there is to learn in the world yes, and, and how much wisdom people have, you mm -hmm. know, passion, wisdom, just all this knowledge that gets to be brought forth, um, and in practical ways too, you know, yeah. getting to learn how to bring practices into your daily life. And I dig that. Yay. Me too. I know we're all like, let's make the world more magical. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, well, Patty, if people want to reach out to you, how can they do that? 
Uh, if they want to reach out to me with questions or anything, the easiest way is email. And the email is vision, V-I-S-I-O-N, like as in vision boards, vision at blue moon manifestations.com. It's long and it's all one word, but they're, you know, blue moon manifestations. <laughs> I'll, I'll put that in the show notes as well. So people can find it easily. Yes. And you can search social media for that. Any, you know, anything blue moon manifestations and I will, I will pop up. Nice. <laughs> woo, woo. All right. Well, Patty, thanks for joining me today. I'm glad we got a chance to check in. Yes. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And everyone else, thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep it magical. Hey there, friends. Emily here from Wise Woman Witchery. If you like what you hear on The Witch Next Door, I invite you to support us. You can do that by rating, reviewing, liking, following, uh, what else? <laughs> Whatever else it is that you do on the platform you like to listen to podcasts on. By doing these things, it actually helps other people find us. And in that way, helps us spread the magic. So I appreciate you taking the time to do that. And thanks for being a listener. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade Lewis. Music written and performed by Jean Cornelius. <laughs>